national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Kidding, it's not watch this full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Uh, hey, I was playing the breaker and trying to be a good host, but I lost track of time, which is what I do all the time here on Mutiny Radio. Because what is time? It is just a human construct that we decide to believe in, and that's weird. So, whatevs. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm gonna. Um, start a thing and this stuff and we're gonna get started right here relatively quickly with the happy hour the happiest hour of two hours of comedy so we have an open mic from six to seven we've got a couple comedians here we'll get started in a little bit but then we have an amazing outdoor show from seven to eight here outside so yay so uh this is the happy hour and we're not going to start with jokes yet because um, I'm going to kind of wait for a quorum of comedians. I'm going to play a little music. Let's see. What shall we play? What shall we play that I like that's here, that's over here, that's within my reach? Mm, well, you know who I really love. Uh, local amazing band Sunk. They are incredible. They're also part of the Wyatt Act. If you were just listening to... Uh, actually, I'm not going to play that. I'm going to play Cumbrio instead because um, I didn't because it was the closest one to find. Cumbrio is actually so sunk. Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal. And Jason. And we all know each other. And uh, Cumbrio Zandra, we all know each other from back in the day at 16th and Mission, which was amazing and wonderful. And uh, so 
Everything considered, I think I'm lucky to be here. Why do my good reactions always seem to interfere with the butt of my life? Someone call the doctor, think I'm sick beyond repair. I don't need no medicine, I just So... I don't think so. 
Oh, this is a gypsy's tale, all written out inside the wail of my voice. Oh, many moons, all with different hues, they just
All right, it's time. We've got a quorum of comedians. We decided about numbers. One is alone, two is a couple, three is a few, four is a quorum. So we have a quorum of comedians here now getting ready. We're going to do the dirty open mic inside. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. And then we're going to have the outdoor show at 7 o'clock. And, but we're going to get started right now. We're going to get all the comedians inside. La, 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 comedians, get inside, get inside. I don't know who's first, whoever wants to take the bullet. Hey, everybody, I'm so excited that he's here. What a joy and a wonderment it is to have him in the house, in the hizzy, anytime he is here. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Mark Neuer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are here at the Happy Hour Mutiny Radio. This is the this is the 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 AC Mutiny Radio after COVID. Maybe it's DC. Is it AC? What kind of current is it? I don't know. I didn't graduate high school. Hey, man, ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, ten days off of Adderall. Oh my God! Wow. Everyone's real excited. You should be donating to pay for my prescription. It is my prescription. I don't have my medication. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> it's okay. You got the jug of water? You got to figure it out. Have you figured out a seat yet? There's one right here. You can take a seat. Wow, look at that. There's a whole, uh, a whole situation. Piano. What's going on? Why is, what's going on out here? Uh, nobody. I'll just talk the to whole myself. Purpose it's of, okay. The whole purpose of waiting was so that we'd have a quorum of comedians and they still want to hang out outside. No, yeah, so that's well, that's okay because two of them are smoking cigarettes. One of them isn't a comedian. And, uh, you know, uh, when, they're, when, they're, when there's a non-comedian in the building or outside of the building, none of the comics are in the building. So <laughs> that's just how it works. As soon as you're, you identify as not a comedian, you are considered a cool kid amongst us. So... Hey, I fucking love COVID. Yeah, I just realized this is my very first set at Mutiny Radio since COVID. Um, uh, none of these jokes have been heard by the nobodies who listen to the. No, I'm just kidding. To the Tommy Feldmans in the world who listen to this. Um, I love Tommy. He, he booked me, and I love him. He put some money in my hand. It was a good time. Good time. Good time with Tommy Feldman. That's his, uh, his new special. I love COVID. It's been, it's been good. It's been good. The unemployment rate has been good. I mean, and by rate, I mean rate of pay. Uh, it's been awesome. All my childhood dreams have been fulfilled. I got to buy a flashlight. It was good. It was so good. Flashlights are amazing. 
Uh, I was told that uh, before I purchased this flashlight that it was not going to feel like the real thing. They said it's not going to feel like a real pussy, Mark. And I, I was like, well, I mean, I don't think so, you know, but I got one. And what do you know? It doesn't feel like the real thing. It doesn't. It feels fantastic, but it doesn't feel like the real thing. It doesn't. So what I did to fix that is I went on Craigslist and I bought a used flashlight and it did the trick. It did the trick. It feels just like my ex-girlfriend. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I have two lists because I don't communicate very well. I have a hate list and a love list. What would you like to hear first? I fucking hate vegans. I can't stand. Well, it's not that I hate vegans as much as I hate the impossible posse. These are the people who like the impossible burgers more so than the actual real possible burgers. They're like, the impossible meat tastes way better than the actual burger. That's insane to me. That's like saying you prefer fake pussy. You know what I mean? It's like you prefer a fleshlight. I feel like, is that your joke? That's crazy because that's my joke too. I wonder who stole it from who. It couldn't have been me from you because you didn't. Never mind. Um, so, no, it's crazy. I, I just feel like that should be uh, the Impossible Burger's main target audience is <laughs> fleshlight buyers. I feel like they'd make a lot more money. Yes, fre fresh. They got an. They got impossible burgers. They got impossible nuggies. They got impossible pussy. We just went over that. They got impossible dick. That's just a cucumber. That's just that's just a cucumber. It's good. That's all it is. That's all it is. You know, my life is crazy because, like, I sold my soul for two things, for a bigger dick and to be, like, a, uh, like a really, like, a professional in this, the adult entertainment industry, and I got both. So the devil's real, ladies and gentlemen. Start selling your soul for things. Just start fucking pawning it off. You got big chunks of soul left. I can see it in you, the smiles. Just sell it. Just sell it and kill yourself like any real artist. Just do it. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to live stream my suicide so that I get famous. I'm not going to lie to you. I told my mom I'm going to kill myself. She was like, Mark Neuer, why would you say that? You're going to kill yourself. Oh, my God. It's like, it's my life. Let me end it when I want to. You know what I mean? Because either I'm going to kill myself with dignity or I'm going to die masturbating. <laughs> masturbating with, with this handful of poppers and this handful of lube. And that's – we all have choices, ladies and gentlemen. I just want mine. I just want my choices. That's all I want. I just want my choices. I don't want a straight jacket. It's bound in my life. I'm going to find one, and I don't want – to find it. So what I'm going to do is find a 45 caliber bullet in the back of my skull. And we're going to we're going to end that problem before it ever starts. Boo. boo. Oh, boo suicide. Yeah, you want to live forever, huh? You want to live in this fucking hellhole forever. It's on fire, ladies and gentlemen. There's a whole plague going on. Let's just live. Fuck that. Fuck that. Would you like to I I think a bullet's too extreme too. I would probably I'd probably rather just drown myself. Right? It, but then at the end of the day, blowing my brains out would be way better because I want it to be very bloody so that someone has to clean it up. We're both going to kill ourselves. We hide it behind the smiles, charming looks, and amazing jokes. 
it's going to be very violent when we die. I wish I was handicapped because God damn that parking. Like, fuck. You know what I mean? All I want is a placard or a hashtag. Just cancel me already. Fuck. I have problems. But don't worry, I haven't seen a doctor, so they're not real yet. I'm a smoker. Does anyone else smoke like cigarettes? I have a I have a real problem with cigarettes. I smoke so many cigarettes that my fingers are turning yellow. So when I'm out of cigarettes, what I do is I just gum my fingers like it's a the bottom of a bag of coke. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fantastic. I'm so glad that I'm not an essential worker anymore and that I'm a manager at a strip club. Because when I was when I was an essential worker, I would make like avocado toast. And the last place you want my phalanges is knuckles deep inside of your avocados. Just <laughs> It's not the seasoning you're going for in your little avocado toast. Most people pr prefer a little, little, cayenne, little cayenne pepper, a little salt, a little vinegar, a little fucking olive oil, not fucking nicotine-stained fucking 24-year-old 6th Street picking up halfies off the fucking... I'm going to kill myself. Did I mention that? Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to make it loud, really fucking loud. I want you to come. Make it really loud in your pants for Pam Benjamin, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Hey, everybody, there's a donate jar up there if you can do. You don't have to be a Rockefeller to help a feller. You don't, uh, I don't know. There's a whole rhyme that Rachel usually does that I don't have memorized, but Mark Neuer, yay, yay. So up there on that microphone that has the big baffle on it, um, we also have in that black bag, there are gloves that you can stick over the microphone. I also have mic condoms if you need them, whatever makes you feel safe. We're here to do in the corner is a thing of bleach and a bunch of stuff. Everybody make yourselves feel safe in the way that you do that. Who wants to be next? Alessandra raises her hand like a champion. She just recorded the funniest commercial for Mutiny Radio that we've ever had. And she's a lovely human being. Clap your hands together right now for Alessandra Valentini. Yay! Uh-huh. So, yes, that was the funny commercial. I am Italian, right? So, um, and we brought to you fascismus with Mussolini. <laughs> and then before that, with the Romans, right? And all their empires. So when you guys complain about living in a fascist country, I'm like, eh. Yes, you do. You're, al you're almost right there, actually. You almost surpassed us, actually. <laughs> I'm like almost uh, proud. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, don't you hate those people that are happy that it's the end of the world? They're like, oh, it's like, fuck you, you know? What are you gonna do? Like, where are you gonna find your weed? Or, you know, your stupid. Exactly, it's like you can't have that thing at the end, you know. Uh, you were talking about suicide. Who was talking about suicide? Mark, you know. Anybody here ever committed suicide, by the way? Uh, successfully? Of course not, because, you know, that's the only thing, suicide, that you want to be a total failure at it, you know. No, because life is so beautiful. It's like, what is all this thing about suicide? It's like, actually, right now, we're enjoying every minute of it because everyone we know 
everything we do is pretty much that in life, right? So we gotta like cherish it and make it better, you know, and it's not the end of the world. The other day I went to do a hike, this is not a joke, this is real. I brought a big garbage bag, a pair of gloves, and I collected a shitload of garbage and the park was filthy and if everybody does that, we will have a better world. <laughs> Beside the fact that you should not trash at the park, you fucking pigs, whatever. Anyway, today I'm pissed. Like we have, yeah, exactly, and whoever else. Like we say in Italy, uh, I've got a demon for each hair in my head. But guess what? I got no fucking hair, you know, guys? So, that must be that I'm an angel! Because no demons here. Which is not true, you know, because in Italy, women are all going to hell. You know, we were all born with this genetic disease, which is, in fact, the um, Roman Catholic sin guilt, whatever. So we're all going to hell, you know, whatever you do, you know, because the guy that set the standard was this guy that ate an apple. So imagine that, everything below eating an apple, they say, you're gonna go to hell. <laughs> Especially if you have fun <laughs> or if you have sex. And if you're a woman, of course, uh, you're gonna go to hell right away down VIP line with Satan, <laughs> Inferno Express. Right on there. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm single and um, and happy. What I don't like is those ladies that say, I've been single, that's so good. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, you know, you need is your toys. I'm like, <laughs> you sound like one of those fucking vegans that says, I love vegan food. And then they go at the store and buy all those fucking substitute products like substitute meat. What the fuck is substitute meat? It's like, you know, it's like saying, you know, you'd rather have a silicone cock than a real cock? I'm like, sorry. Nuh-uh. I need the real thing. <laughs> the real thing. Anyway, you guys, um, this is the mic, um, the mic uh, joke workshop. So I'm workshopping my jokes, and I'm running out of the new ones. I did a couple of old ones, so I think I'm done for today. And thank you very much. And uh, stay free, stay free. When somebody says stay safe, tell them fuck you. Stay free. Yay, Alessandra, stay free. Here at the Free Speech Bastion Mutiny Radio. Thanks for succeeding your time, your lovely orange shoes. Killing it. She's looking... I mean, wow, you're w w spectacular. And walking in those shoes, I hope that you have a pair of tennies in your bag. Oh, no, they're so comfortable. That's what every drag queen tells me with their six-inch heels. Oh, did you not know how to walk in six-inch heels, girl? Like, they're so easy. And I'm like, yeah, oh, was it just four inches? If I had a nickel. All right, your next comedian. I bet he's packing more than four inches. Put your hands I'm, I, Who am I going to bring up? That's a terrible. I'm a bad host because I should not, like, talk about people's dicks because everyone on stage talks about their own dicks enough, right? Like, I don't have to talk about their dicks. Any comedian will talk about their own dick. 
more than I actually want to hear about it. I know more about comics dicks in San Francisco than I ever thought possible. Like, you could actually, like, do a lineup of dick pics without the... I could probably match them up. Not because I've seen any of them, just because they've talked about them so many times that I'm like, I can absolutely do, like, a... Remember when we were in, like, sixth grade or whatever, and they did the thing where, you're like, you did the tests and you had to match this to that? Well, I feel like I could win, and I've never seen anyone's dick. Just because, let's see if he talks about it. No, I, I don't know. Who, do you, who wants to go up next, Thomas or Patrick? <laughs> I, bet, I bet he's backing more. Than, I, have, I don't want to talk about people's dicks. Talk about your Thomas! Let me just undo my button and zip down the... <laughs> I got bad news, everyone. It's really small, guys. It's not grown for decades, maybe since the first grade. What is going on with this fucking microphone? All right, all right, all right. Oh, there we go. I'm getting taller. That's what I say every time I get hard. Uh, um, let's see. All right, you know what? This thing sucks. I'm going to take it off this thing. Yeah! I want to lighten the mood a little bit. I'm not going to talk about suicide and shit. I mean, not till I'm outdoor set, at least. Um, as a adult, I didn't realize I was going to have to buy groceries. So much. So much. Like, every two days, I feel like I'm out of shit. And... One of the things I've really uh, relied on through the dark times is spam. I eat spam a lot. I eat spam a good deal. And growing up, it was like a like a blacklisted item. Like it was like a no go. Like it was it was uh, it was funny to you know you'd be like in the store, you'd be like you know um, you just took me to spam a lot downtown with uh, the Monty Python. What if we tried some spam? What if we got some spam for the for the house or whatever, you know? I love it. I wanted it. And my parents would be like, spam? What the f Why do you want spam, Thomas? You disgust me. No. Gross. No way, kid. Spam? Ugh. Ha! What? You just had a bologna sandwich for lunch and we're having hot dogs for dinner, okay? Why would you poison yourself with that garbage? Meat should be gray, not pink. They used to say, if I catch you eating Spam, I'm going to make you smoke a whole carton of the stuff, okay? <laughs> Sit down and make a hundred masubis. Deep cut, yeah. For my Hawaiian fans out there, if anyone has a in indigenous Hawaiian background, that one definitely cut deep. Um, the other morning I got about eight calls from a, a random number. Uh, just, you know, like, like Nebraska, El Paso, Glencoe, Illinois. And I was like, why am I getting these fucking robocalls? I'm like, I, was, I'm, I almost accepted this point. I'm like, oh, robocalls. Yeah, robocalls, robocalls. Yeah, like, no big deal, you know. And um, my girlfriend was like, why don't you add yourself to the do not call list? And I was like, there's a do not call list? I feel like just start everyone on that, right? Get them on the... Get them on the get them on the call list when they want to. It should be like 
like applying for unemployment or something, right? Like it's a deficit that you need to fill, right? If I, it's not monetary, but you know, like uh, if, you know, like put me on the call list, I'm lonely, you know, like I, and I want to chat, okay? See how many telemarketers keep calling me back when I uh, talk their ear off about the difference between champagne and Prosecco for 45 minutes. No, but you see, it's, uh, every bottle is double fermented, but the, the Charmat method for Prosecco actually yields a, uh, an easier drinking, younger drinking wine. Um, do you still want to sell me that stuff? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Thank, yes. <laughs> Pam knows something about uh, sparkling wine production. Uh, yeah, I worked at a restaurant before this, and uh, when they took away my dinner services... That was really like the final straw. You know, I'd lost uh, a lot last year. I'd lost, uh, you know, someone I cared about. I lost my best friend. He moved away from my house. Uh, and then when they when they finally uh, got rid of uh, uh, dinner services, it was sort of like the final straw. And uh, now I just walk up to random people, you know, just trying to do favors for them. Like I just, on the bus, I'll hold the door open, right? It's auto. It's auto-serving. I'll try to like, you know, uh, 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 shade people with my height if I'm standing, you know, in line b in front of them or something like that. Um, but I really miss, you know, helping people, I guess. Um, also, I want to uh, destigmatize, uh, you know, helping people. Uh, just, you know, just facilitating people's needs, like cucks, you know? That word has lost meaning over the years. Like, you cuck! Fucking... It just means asshole now, I think. But, you know, it's like, oh, shit. Oh, I'm a cuck. Oh, wow. Oh, am I just a man who has built an intimate and unique relationship with my wife who likes big um, uh, dicks and stuff? You know? I love cuck videos, honestly, because I pretend I'm a different guy every time I watch them. Sometimes I want to be the 6'3", 220-pound uh, African-American gentleman. You're just railing the shit out of somebody. And the other times, I want to be the, uh, the, the three-inch penis CPA in the corner, you know? <laughs> Watching the love of his life catch the Holy Ghost. Life is about balance, is my point, you know? Life is about the middle ground. Um, I like pranking people, especially people in my family. Uh, I think probably one of the best pranks I've had in my head for, honestly, it's been like, like almost a year and a half now where uh, I want to basically fuck with my dad because he, two things about my dad. He hates Kanye West, but he loves fashionable soft, uh, athletic footwear. Mm. And it's at odds because he'll wear like Echo Unlimited, Globe shoes. He'll wear like Adidas Originals. He'll have all this shit. You know, he has like a whole like foot locker closet. And I want to get him a pair of Yeezys for Christmas. And just wait. Just just wait for the angry call at midnight, right? Just, these things are nice. Oh, I like these. Yeah, they're incredible. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're like a, a San Francisco original designer. Until about six months later where he goes, you bought me Kanye West? Like, it's imagine, it, it, imagine the scenario that he has to endure where he's just at work. He's minding his own business. And some 18-year-old walks up to him and goes, what are those? What are those? That's the thing that you say when you see great shoes. 
Yeah, it's a thing. The guy died. Anyway, thanks so much, guys. Keep it going uh, for your next comedian. Uh, my name is Thomas Graziano, aka the Tumblier on Instagram. Check me out. Peace. Thomas, yay! Thomas, yay! Tennis shoes, yay! So, if you want to know what the kids are really saying, they say it's crisp or they're crispy. So, if you had like hot sneaks on, or I, what do they call them, kicks? If you had hot kicks, they'd say they're crispy. They'd say, oh, you got crispy kicks. Or that your kicks are crisp. Crisp is the new cool for people. They say it when they're under 23. How do I know these things? I don't know. I just hang out with some young kids or whatever. But crisp, crispy is what they say. Your next comedian, he didn't know what that meant. He thinks crispy is just a chip. Put your hands together. It's Pancake the Syrup King. Hey, I'm Pancake the Syrup King uh, at Pancake Syrup King, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, th that's where I got all my hits, all my greats. Um, so watch all that instead of this. While so everyone pull out your phone. Great job, you were already there. And um, let me see here. I'm gonna pull, pull some thoughts out of the air. How about this? How about that? I'm Pancake, and I don't want to lose my cup. And uh, there. Um, okay, we got this. It's all coming together. And Presto Changeo. Now I'm wearing a completely different outfit. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Um, hey, Sam's here. Sam, um, you're completely, you're completely just in time. You've never seen Neuer here. That's incredible. Yeah, well, let's turn this into a podcast for my set. Um, I, I was at a park in the middle of the night having a cigarette, and I thought I saw a flashing light on a sky rise. You know, uh, it, c it could have been an apartment dweller, or it could have been just a flashing light. And But on the top of the, f the uh, balcony, right? So it's got to be something, right? And uh, it started flickering back and forth with me, and I was like, maybe this is, this is a person. So I started doing Morse code at it, and then I... S um, they they started freaking out. They started turning all the lights on in the apartment. So then I had to like quickly learn how to say, "Oops, sorry, that's not what I meant." Um, it's not easy to learn Morse code under pressure. And just as quickly, I forgot it. I was in a um, a pub with a with a friend the other night, and wouldn't you believe it? Lies. <laughs> They're open, and um, so they, they, they let us in, and they said, you can only have five drinks on the house. And then I was like, okay, well, uh, I didn't bring my ATM card if you need, like, collateral. 
And they said, nope, nope, just any fillings you have. And this was a, a nightmare I was having. Um, but I, I, did, I did have a dream where I was holding hands with a woman. Um, and I didn't have to, like, coerce her into it. I didn't have to. It was a good time for everyone involved. Um, I also had the body of a centaur and uh, a crossbow on both arms. <laughs> and let's see, what happened? <laughs> I had Fabio hair, no tangles. Yeah. I could I could pull on my hair and it wouldn't I could pull on one strand of hair and it, it she could it would it would support her whole weight. There's one strand of hair. Hey, did you guys know that hair has the same strength as half the diameter of steel? So so if you take a hair str a strand of hair and you fold it in half, it's as strong as a strand of steel, which is as thick as your hair. Okay, does that make sense? Ha yes, half the, the tensile strength. So I need to re-upload all of my funny bits um, for Chatterbait. I'm getting drunk at a comedy club, but I will never ask for an autograph. That's the worst thing you can do. Uh, don't ever steal time from the club. They'll take you in the back and beat you senseless. Um, sir, good sir in the front. Um, here, have a cigarette. <laughs> That's my trick. That's my trick cigarette pack. Yes, they're all empty. And, and also, good sir, are you abusive? No? D does your mama know you're abusive? No? Oof, gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, um, why don't you start playing me out while I uh, slay up here with this killer joke that I wrote three years ago to the day about... The Fog. Thank you for listening to Mutiny Radio. Pam Benjamin, take it away. No, you should keep saying funny things over the music. Listen to the music and okay. like do some riffing or some shit, whatever. Fresh air makes me hyperactive in my nethers. And I think that's just because I don't take deep breaths when I'm outside. Especially now that there are wildfires chilling out all over California. I hope we spent that money on reservoirs instead of giving it to the 1%. Because that would be a travesty. 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 Oh my god, that was Pancake. Everybody clap wildly. Yay! Well, that kismetly worked out that you stopped right before she started singing, and it was really pretty and funny and weird at the end. I hope that all the comedians that are here actually download their sets after. You know that all of them are available at mutinyradio.fm. This particular podcast is called Happy Hour, and uh, so it encompasses 
Fridays are weird because now, like, the first half of it is happy hour, and it's, like, this open mic that starts whenever comedians decide to show up. It's a quorum. We decided at the beginning. So one is alone, two is a couple, three is a few, four is a quorum. And I won't start an open mic until we have a quorum. So I need four comedians. So that's just all I'm saying. So we waited till there was a quorum, and that was great. And so then we do this. And then there's an outdoor show that's clean, that's like sort of booked, but not. I mean, it's booked. I booked people this week. I booked Griffin Daly. Fuck yeah, I did. Uh, and so that happens from seven to, uh, and then it floods over into Pam Tass's Comedy Clubhouse, which is the used to be the eight to ten. So it's like a weird like double pie. And then sometimes we come back in here late, and like usually Josh Kahn is here and he plays piano and does weird shit, which is super cool. Um, but he said he can't come tonight, even though I have his sweatshirt. All right. We do have, well, although Pancake took out the mics, uh, the speakers, so we can't be dirty anymore. So we're going to shut down the mic and we're going to do the show outside. So everybody, please remember if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, if it's a duck, I got to say no ducks. You know what I mean? But like, if it doesn't look like a duck, I don't give a fuck. I'm never going to sniff a Snapple, but what I'm saying is if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck and no ducks outside. Except that, like, if, but, in, but it's, like, inside to outside. Like, if you're, like, your own person outside and you have, like, your – whatever. Like, that's your thing. But it's just people can't see you crossing the threshold because then it looks like – anyway. I took classes. I know the rules now. It sucks. <laughs> so – Everybody be legal and safe and wear your masks and we're going to wipe everything down and have our little condoms on and do all that shit because we're trying to be compliant and still have a soul and art is real. Or is it? I don't know. I got new jokes tonight. And they're clean. Oh, Christ. Can I say Jesus Christ? Is that clean? Anyways, I'm excited for the show. Everybody chill out for a while. We'll be back. Oh no, you can't tell the bitch that the bitch don't listen Cause the bitch don't listen, no lost and found I don't make no sound, I just And then the song that I bring up is like, bitch, 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 bitch I should have changed I was supposed to change the thing So that everything would be clean I'm trying to be a good host type person And I'm trying my best all the time Okay, this is what we were listening to Combrio in the fills, and that's amazing, and that's um, good friends of mine from 16th Admission from back in the day, Zandra and the crew. But this is also 16th Admission people from back in the day with the crew. This is Guinevere Q, no big fucking deal. And uh, Jay Sun, uh, they are sunk, S-U-N-Q, and they're awesome.
hey, uh, thanks for being here and stuff, and that's super cool. And Pancake has just decided to be a savior champion, and he was like, well, then I can host, because I was like, oh, that would be, I'm like freaking out. And then he was like, well, I could host, and I was like, you just solved so many problems for me. So everybody, put your hands together. He is a problem solver. He's a king. He's a syrup king. Everybody, it's Pancake, the Syrup King. Yay! Hello. Hello. I'm Pancake, the Syrup King. I'm a problem child as well. That uh, could be just the right volume right there. We're also testing. Testing. Testing the mic. Yeah, we're good. So... It's it's pretty loud. You guys good? You you enjoying this? You can hear me for perfectly. Yeah, you heard me stumble. Okay. Now, uh, everyone everyone's here, uh, socially distant and safe. That's the best. Uh, before we begin, just uh, stay cool and uh, stay hydrated. That's all I can say for now. You guys feeling this this weather at all? It's uh, it's been pretty hot, right? It's uh, well, and these uh, forest fires, these wildfires, right? And God bless them, they're out there. They're working, working uh, those prisoners for uh, thirty-five cents at most an hour. That's what I hear. And then they can they cannot sign up to be a firefighter after they are released. Even though they've had <laughs> all that certification under pressure. So, uh we're going to begin uh comedy set uh if you don't know if you're just passing by, we're doing some live comedy. But you walk around, so you probably know this happens every week. At seven, around seven, we're gonna begin. Is uh is uh Griffin Daily ready ready? F uh, to be on deck or or just to go right now? Okay, I. F Are you I not like gonna it. do like an opening set, Pancake? Like you're not gonna like? No, no. You weren't gonna like start your set now or like do an incantation to like sort of start the net night off right you weren't gonna you weren't gonna do like a like a ritual or anything to like start the night off no uh, no i wasn't uh oh shoot well that you're you're giving me ideas pam um and and <laughs> they're frustrating pam uh Griffin Daly's ready, so we're gonna we're gonna have him up. Can you please just late. open it with a? Can you please just open it with a small ceremony? Okay, I would like to begin with a small ceremony just to bless the space. I can do it now that I'm the host and I'm f fresh and everyone's here and and it's beginning. Okay, so you ready? Oh, Riley. Okay, you should all get that looked at. You're all fully indoctrinated. And um, I don't care what you've heard about them. You need to trust the Gordon's fishermen. You guys don't like fish sticks, do you? Yeah, we like fish sticks in the house. All right. Tartar sauce is an option. 
Griffin Daly, are you ready, sir? Now, I'm. I'm sorry, I took up all your time. I am perfectly ready to hand you the microphone, in any shape or fashion you like. Griffin Daly, everybody. Hello, kids. This is great, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel honored to be out here with all you beautiful youngsters. I love you. You're all fantastic people. I know it's a shit time. We didn't see it coming. None of us saw it coming, right? I'm not supposed to say that. No, but I know. Listen, don't worry about it so much, okay? With all your energy, your ambition, life, guys, it's not going to work out for you. You're doomed. <laughs> this could go on for 20 years. Nah, it's all right. I see you all giving up wearing masks. That's great. Hey. Welcome to the Doomsday Club. We're going to fucking die. Oh, no, we're gonna. no, I'll keep swearing. This, this lead is too short. Take your glasses off, Griff. Yeah. Ah. Are you guys married yet? No, of course you're not. One old lady over there. <laughs> now, I love being married. I've had three successful marriages so far. Yep, yep, yep. Always works out for me. And uh, <laughs> my wife is my biggest supporter. She's the greatest. My biggest supporter because um, I make her work two jobs. I've been an antique dealer. I've been dealing in antiques now for since um, 1975. Or was it 1875? This girl came into my shop the other day. Beautiful girl, young, about 50. <laughs> Starts looking around. Oh, uh, I'm looking for something really, really old and funky for my bedroom. I said, well, I'm 71. How about it? Rejected again. I won't do the dirty stuff because I'm supposed to a clean show. So, uh, <laughs> skip to the line. Now, she's just leaving, right? She's walking out. She's angry at me. <laughs> Starts walking out. I can hang on. Look, before you leave, would you like to have some sex? No. I said, well, would you mind lying down while I have some? Is that too creepy? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nobody cares these days anymore, do they? Everyone's given up on all that PC stuff. It's all like, give me a gun. Get some money and rob somebody. Uh, I, uh, I've i been living in the same house for 30 years. And... Um, just starting to feel some level of success in life at last. I just made the final payment on my uh, student loan. Look at that. Isn't that a beautiful critter? Look at that. See, when you get to my age, you appreciate the small things in life. And they don't get any smaller than that, do they? Look at that beautiful puppy. What is that? Is What kind of... A Yorkie Pomeranian? Yeah. The only, thing, only punchline I can come up with is really, really dirty, so I'm just going to go with something. I'm going to swap. Uh, yeah. so, um, 
for more dogs. There's all the dogs are coming out. There, I must smell of something. I must smell of steak or something. Hey guys, come on, come closer. Cause the microphone's not very loud. Come closer. Spread that COVID over here. Come on. <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about it. We're all having fun. <laughs> Hang on. What? What does that represent, guys? What does that represent? Equality for ugly people. <laughs> it does. Donald Trump was out last night in, in Washington, having a drink, right? And he bumps into Joe Biden in the bar. He says, hey, Joe Biden, nice to see you, man. Joe looks up and goes, so, hello, George, how's your dad? You've got to make fun of them all, haven't you? <laughs> Young man. I know I'm supposed to make fun of the other guy for you punks, but it doesn't matter. I'm as left-wing as you are, and I'm more left-wing than you are, any of you. But I can make fun of all of them. Are you going to vote for this old fool, aren't you? Are you? Are you going to vote for Joe? Who's going to vote for Joe? Come on, own up in public. Own up. Who's going to vote for Joe? See, you're all scared to admit it now. Huh? We're full, surrounded by Trumpers, man, I'm telling you. Look at them, look. They look like Trumpers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Alessandra? I thought you might be. You look like a woman with four names. You do. You do. That's good. Oh. Hang on. My, my buddy's a teacher, right? She goes, hey, Griff, uh, it's weird. She says, all the kids now, she said, they, they're all getting traumatized by this uh, quarantine stuff, you know. She said, they're, they're all going to be set back a few years, you know, mentally and emotionally. So what do you call a whole generation of people that don't grow up? A Peter pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Clean and lame. But it's all right. It's all right. What? One minute. Clean and lame. I miss traveling, you know. It's uh, doing this stuff. It's good fun when you get out and away from the wife for a couple of days, you know. <laughs> now, this girl comes up to me after a show the other week. She says, hey, Griff, uh, you're a funny old geezer. Um, I'll spend the night in your hotel with you for $1,000. Yeah. I said, that. Sounds great, but right now I don't need a thousand dollars. Plus, I was too tired, you know. Hello. Oh, where's another one? Have you got four names? How many names have you got? One. See, you're going the other way now, aren't we? You guys. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, are we all agreed? Right. I have experienced white privilege, in case you haven't noticed that you have. I have experienced white privilege. But I don't feel white guilt. I don't, I don't feel white guilt because uh, I'm a white sociopath. Like old Mark here, he's a, he's a 
Sociopaths United around here, right? We don't care. I don't feel old. I don't. I don't feel old at all. Uh, but I don't feel my extremities either. So, yeah. all right. Jesus. I'm. I'm over a minute now. But Jesus. Everybody loves him. I bet you guys, when Jesus was born, everyone was like, "Well, thank God at last. Now we can start counting forwards in time." I've got to go now. Give it up for Griffin Daly. Thank you. All right. You socially distant fools. I have a story. And, and here is the story of a girl who uh, cried a river and drowned the whole world. But, but though she looked so sad in photographs, everybody loved her, right? Here's another thing I don't care about. I don't care how cute your seven-year-old is. I don't want to swipe right on a kid. Don't make your child your profile picture. They may be ho your whole world, but they're not mine. All right. Hey, Pancake. Hey, Pancake. Before yes. you keep going, if we, you can burn a little more time while Will Brown brings out some more chairs to socially distance people, like say another joke or something, like something about how kind you are. Another joke. Whatever jokes you want to do, you know. Another joke. And another joke. How about this one? Uh, another joke. And I'm going to begin my set now. How about that? Uh, Hi, I'm, my name is David Dominguez. I'm Mexican, non-practicing. That means I don't go to uh, Raiders games. That means uh, I, uh, I get into fights with my parents more than usual. It means I have more brothers and sisters than I know about. Uh, I'm David Dominguez. If I do terrible, my name is Connor Lonsdale. <laughs> and Mauricio and Kevin. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if you like what Pancake does, give money to at Mutiny Radio on Venmo. Yes, or, please. Or uh, at the GoFundMe, that help is helpful too. Because... Uh, we need money. Or oh, did all the chairs get out? Oh, yeah. also, also, I um, I've been slacking on the Instagram. So if you guys can be cool and like take pictures and just tag Mutiny Radio SF, that makes me not have to work because I hate Instagram. I don't even just. I'm like, oh. Uh. So do that if the, if you want to be cool. Eight hey. more chairs. Oh my God, that's a lot of people. Eight more chairs. Everybody, be socially distanced. Oh, are they seriously? Because I'm like in the booth and I'm like, I can't even police it. Is everything okay? Okay. I can't leave the Good. microphone. Good. Group in your own group. Stay apart from each other. I don't know what the rules are now. And uh, if I could have your small and fleeting attention, uh, you guys all got your uh, your numbers, right? 
this is my pack. Don't offer me, <laughs> don't offer me a, a smoke from my pack. Okay. <laughs> and he walks away with it. This guy can buy all of you a factory that <laughs> makes cigarettes. This guy has so many stock options. Now, um, we're going to get back to some comedy. We're going to get back to some funny people. Okay, some actual jokers. Alessandra, are you ready? You're not ready. We got we got plenty of time. We started a little late tonight. I'm hosting. I'm Pancake. I'm the Serb King. And uh, <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet my... Um, my uh, what, what's the other word for peasants? Uh... Come on, come bourgeois? on. Bourgeois? No, well, yeah, my, my bourgeois, but also, like, my, um... Lessers? Yeah, but they're my serf... They're not my servants. Serfs? They're more like... Witches? Uh, my, my, uh, compa not compatriots. Fuck it. Alessandra, are you ready, please? Oh, somebody else. Come on, girl! Come on! You get your five minutes. Now's the time. Everybody, Alessandra! Alessandra! Thank you. <laughs> you say when you're not ready at all and you don't know what to say. That's me right now. So um, I'm Italian. <laughs> Grazie. And, uh, you know, we uh, came all the way here. We brought to you uh, fascism <laughs> with Mussolini. <laughs> You know, and before that, the Romans with the, all the empires, you know, going all over, creating more empires. And then they came here, create another empires. It was all like a chain reaction of shit, you know. <clears throat> so if you um, have any doubts that you live in a fascist country based on my scale, I can assure you that you do. You're quiet there, actually. You almost surpassed us. I'm quite proud of you guys, I have to say. You're doing well. Ugh. All right. Beside that joke, killing it, ha ha. Where is the end of the world? Anybody's happy about the end of the world? Anybody ready to televise? And it's like, hey, we all got cameras. We can all, like, at least get it on and never post it because that's the end. But that wasn't a joke, you know. Um, it's pretty bad. You know, like I, I, anyone who have those friends that are actually happy about it, they're like, yeah, like fucking Mad Max. Let's be like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I have no excuse for saying bad words because you guys, this is my daughter and she's right here and looking at me and cringing, being, Mom, you're horrible. I'm like, I know. Sorry. And um, yeah, anybody ever committed suicide here? I mean, like, successfully? No? Of course, because that's one of the things that you want to really fail at it. You ever heard anybody say, see, he was a really successful suicider. He <laughs> did it so many times. He fell all the time at it. Anyway, um, you know, I learned English 
when I went to India, and this is kind of a joke and a cultural appropriation, but it's not because I learned English when I was in India. And then I started talking like this. Anybody's Indian here? Indian? I, I do talk Indian. <laughs> I'm not, but uh, you know, <laughs> I only say chalo. That's all. But <clears throat> and when I went back to Europe, people was like, um, why do you talk like that? Are you from India? I'm like, no, why? Do I sound Indian? Do I look Indian? I'm like, come on. But I can make some chai, I, it's really true, I do. I make a killer chai. And um, <clears throat> yeah. So um, in my country they say that when you're really pissed, when you're really high angry, okay, let's keep it clean with bleach. And you have a devil for each hair in your body. In your, you know. They're like, hey, you're in Diavolata, no? You have all this hail and demons attached to each of your hair. And guess what? I don't know if I can pull that off, but I'll pull it off anyway. Let me pull it off. I'll pull it off, okay? Hey, whoa. Yeah. That's it. I got my, my, pri my price. Yes. Yeah. My Mad Max thing. Yes. Um, so since I don't have any hair, I must be an angel. <laughs> my daughter called me Baltimore. I know, I'm like, yeah, especially in the morning. I look like my Anyway, you guys, that, um, if you like to follow me, just uh, you know, look at my back and that's it, that's follow me. You said, thank you. It's uh, um, at bald ass bitch comedy. <laughs> Bye, you guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Pam, you're awesome. And thank you. And all of you are awesome for coming here, keeping life, life alive. There you go, darling. Thank you, Pancake. Thank you, Alessandra. A round of applause. Hello, I'm Pancake, I'm the Serve King. And at this point in the show, you may be wondering who my father is. Well, he's my dad. But more so, we got some great comics for you. Next is a very funny guy. He's, he's a straight shooter. He's looking away. He's he's a famous bike rider in in the delivery world. And he's he's ready. He looks prepared enough. You could stand up. That would give me some more in inclination. Thank you. Let's give it up for Sam Carroll. I love it when you say good things about me, Pancake. I want to sit here all day and listen to you. How you guys doing? Do you work this week? Come on. Make some noise if you're essential. I won't make fun of you. Come on, make some noise if you're essential. Come on, you deserve it. You see, they never shut up about it. You know what I mean? God, you can't even ask an essential worker how their day is without them telling you to put some clothes on. Get off my couch. How did you get in here? I swear I locked the door. Where's my wife? Where's Judy? Judy, honey? Oh God, where are the kids? Where are the kids? What did you do with the kids? I ate the kids. They were so tasty. Come on, who puts a candy necklace thong on a baby? 
No, I'm just kidding. That, uh, that's not how the rest of the show is going to go. No, no, no. I have this uh, cannibal friend, Human Meat. That's what he does. He loves it. He gets the magazines. Uh, human Meat aficionado. Cuts the address out. Donates them to the library when he's done. He loves human meat. I'm always telling him, you got to stop eating so much human meat. It's bad for you, you know? Uh, so I got him I got him detoxing. He's on a human ash juice cleanse. He gets it from one of these uh, gentrified funeral homes. I think it's called uh, crematorium. You can you can you can mourn grandma and fight inflammation. That's their slogan. It sucks. It's a sh it's a terrible slogan though. It doesn't even rhyme. What a terrible slogan it is. Essential workers though. That's that's good. You guys are making that money living in San Francisco. It's tough out there though. I got I got I got a friend who got fired from his job cuz his position got automated. The robot the robot took his job, you know, and then had sex with his girlfriend. And 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 they're automating everything these days, you know. I got I got fired too. I used to be a gigolo until Big Vibrator came along, and now I'm unemployed. I called the suicide hotline. They were fully staffed, and they're automated too. They they uh they got a robot that picks up the phone, wants you to, wants you to use the keypad to tell them how sad you are. But they don't they don't tell you they don't tell you zero to nine or one to ten or anything. So I went to press I went to press 10. I went 1 and I went boop and I uh, thought it was a 1 connected me to a rookie. I was like, I'm going to kill myself. She's like, "Please don't. It's my first day." <laughs> Whatever, lady. I was just joking. Just kidding around. I don't I don't recommend suicide to anyone, but 9 out of 10 euthanasia doctors do. The other one's a communist. He doesn't care either way. Yeah. You can't uh you can't always trust reviews and ratings. I went on Yelp to find the right euthanasia doctor for me and they all had no reviews. You can't trust reviews. I went on Yelp to buy myself some penis pills. And four and a half stars, these things came in the wrong size. I was flattered. Yeah. Oh. All this talk about suicide and penises is Making me melancholy. You guys see the thing on? You guys see the thing on that news about the guy that died from uh, autoerotic? Uh, what do they call that? Autoerotic anaphylaxis. Yes, that's the one. He had his cock in one hand and a peanut butter sandwich in the other. <laughs> she laughed. I think I got the okay from that one. <laughs> yeah, some investigative journalism. How do you figure that out? It's a major now, too, in college. Thomas was investing in broadcast journalism. Class consists of reading off teleprompters and field trips to karaoke bars. <laughs> I, w I was a history major in college. The, the best thing I took with me is uh, the history of the word lesbian, where it comes from. It comes from the Greek island of Lesbos. Woo! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! That dude is cool as shit. You see how he set off that car alarm? It does not get cooler than that. <laughs> no, that thing's just ready to go tailgating. That's a 49ers machine right there. Oh, my gosh. Good. I bet parking is very easy on that pickup truck. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> hey, what were we talking about? College majors? Lesbians. Lesbos. Yeah, the word lesbos. 
is the Greek island of Lesbos, uh, where they were sent to, the lesbians, uh, for being naughty. And they were sent there by Greek men and their 10-year-old boyfriends. That's cool. That's cool as shit. Oop. Yeah, that's very nice. I don't know. Or the or I don't know about the boyfriends, though. I don't know how much part they had in the, de- the decision-making process about which lesbians went to Lesbos. I think that was probably higher up in the chain of command, you know? Or, or, or maybe one of them smartened up. Maybe one of them, you know, puckered up that little pooper for some political power. You know what I mean? <laughs> Come on now. Smart. He's an opportunist. Get a seat at the table. Hopefully one with a cushion. Yeah. That kid probably came up with the idea for the Trojan horse. Probably sitting around a table of senators. was like, hey, fellas, fellas. You know how at, at one point all of you have been inside me? Okay, what if we, what if we took that concept and we straight up made it warlike, dog? Dude, it's amazing. Greece basically invented lesbianism and pedophilia, and they still have not died out. That is insane to me. Because you got to think about evolution, man. You know? You, you picture anything, and you put an evolutionary context around it. It just makes more sense. Like, my mom, my mom has two kids, me and my sister, were her only possibility for genetic furtherance. She sat us down the other day. She's like, before I die, I want grandchildren out of you two. And then my sister goes, hey, mom... Don't you think they'd come out a little messed up? And I'm like, yeah, mom. Plus, if me and my sister had a child, then the whole world would know we're having sex. <laughs> Told that I lied. I, I'm just kidding. I have more than one sister. I have a few. Told that joke. One of my sisters came up to me after the show. Was like, hey, Sam, that joke is dirty and disgusting. It's revolting. I'm I'm reviled by that joke. I don't think you should tell it anymore. And I had to tell her. Listen, that one's not about you. Thank you guys. You guys have been great. My name is Sam Carroll. Thank you. Thank you. A round of applause for Sam Carroll. It wasn't loud enough the first time. Uh, who's up next, Pam? That's right. We got Will Brown up next. Uh, get prepared. While I serenade you all with, man, I wanted to do, uh, I didn't want to host tonight. I wanted to, like, just completely scare you guys. Um, so, okay, I'll, I'll do half of it. Um, get on the ground and kiss the sky. All right. Uh, Will Brown is a funny guy. I know nothing about his background. He's quite mysterious. He uh uh he he looks <laughs> he dresses very youthfully and I like that. I like that quite a bit. So Will Brown is next right now. Round of applause. Thank you Pancake. What does that mean? Dresses youthful? That mm, I don't know about that. That's a backhanded compliment or what? I am a high school English teacher. That's why I have a secret identity. Don't come looking for me on the internet. I've got 15-year-old hackers that will get you if you do. 
um, a legion of them. No, actually, yeah, that's true. So uh, it's so happy to not be on Zoom. Is anybody sick and the fucking tired? Of, ooh, sick and tired of Zoom. Pam didn't hear that. And um, I wrote my list down because uh, is anybody enjoying the smoke pop smoke apocalypse that's happening right now? My eyes are a little watery and I can't see too good. I wrote it out in like 28 point font. <laughs> My jokes that I have prepared for you. Um, so I have some pro tips for the pandemic. I don't know if anybody is um, needing them. I don't see a lot of masks. Oh, no, 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 never mind. Lots of people wearing masks. My pro tip number one is keep it sexy. You know, the hand washing is so sensual if you do it right. Just rub them together, get them all nice and wet, and just enjoy it. Um, my pro tip number two. Um, oh, wait, before. So somebody was talking about the election and Joe Biden and people are not enthusiastic about him. Is anybody enthusiastic about Kamala Harris? Bay Area girl getting elect. I mean, she's going to he's going to last three months in. And he's going to croak out and she's going to be our new president. Let's hear it for our new president, Kamala Harris, everybody. Yay. Oakland. I am so excited. Oh, nice dress, Pam. She's looking good. Um, so anyhow, we have a future mayor of Oakland here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Davi James is going to help me with my pro tip number two for COVID. The COVID hug. Maybe you saw it a couple weeks ago here, but we got a new version of the COVID hug. The key, if you want to hug like a stranger, if you're a gay gentleman like, like myself, I like hugging strangers from time to time. And I don't have a mask on right now because I'm performing, but Davi does because he's political. He's going to be a, a mayor of Oakland one day. The key to the COVID hug is that you, it's, back to, it's a back-to-back -back hug. You got to hug back-to-back, -back, breathing in opposite directions so that there's no, you know, contact in that. You know, if he's got a nice butt or whatever, you can just get in it. Oh, get up under it. It's just as good as a front-to-front -front hug. I mean, almost, you know. And then um, you can also stretch out your vertebra if you link arms. I don't know how this is going to work with this short mic cord. And then pull me up, Davi. Come on. You know, you're a strong man. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it for the future mayor of Oakland, ladies and gentlemen, Davi James. Ah, oh, who needs yoga when you got a COVID back hug? Um, all right, let me get back to my prepared material. Um, does anybody watch RuPaul's Drag Race? Anybody? I know some of y'all heard some of the, but I got new stuff. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know how anybody makes it through the day without a wig and makeup and nice dresses with to just get them through the day. And you know, when I'm trying to get through, you know, after watching that, it's hard to get through my just boring ass to-do list. Um, after watching all that excitement on RuPaul. And so I just decided when I'm, when I'm doing my chores, I'm gonna do it in the style of a drag queen. I am going to, um, you know, carry a drag persona into the rest of my to-do list. So one of the ones that I like to do is, uh, you know, it's hard to get a haircut these days. Has anybody noticed? You can't really go to the salon. This guy knows what I'm talking about. It's hard to get a haircut, but like I decided to cut my own hair. I was just gonna do it myself. 
that was on my to-do list. I cut the front, you know, just the front part, the the bangs, uh, into like a, you know, my my drag persona, Maletta Bangs. She's uh, a drag queen with a mullet, and you know, the mullet hairstyle hails from where my home my home part of town is West Virginia. I'm an Appalachian man. And that's why I talk like this, like a big old redneck, like a hillbilly. Um, but so the mullet originated in West Virginia. We invented it. And then I think lesbians caught on real quick. You know, Martina Navratilova, you know, all those lesbians, they had the mullet. Um, and then, you know, now it's kind of got, it got back around. The hipsters are doing it in San Francisco for a while. So I went, you know, the newest version of the mullet is it's kind of, the San Francisco version is kind of douchey and techy in the front, you know, because it's like party in the front. No, business in the front, party in the back, right? So the San Francisco version is like techy in the front and then like long and curly and immigranty in the back. Um, it's also known as the reverse Uber. If you switch, take an Uber and <laughs> flip it around. I c I'm not going to explain that joke anymore. I'm going to move on. Who's my next drag queen? My next drag queen is, oh, I just recently got evicted from my apartment, my rent-controlled apartment. It's true. I moved from a three-bedroom to a one-bedroom. So if anybody needs a printer or some bookshelves or some, you know, knickknacks, bric-a-brac, I got a lot to get rid of uh, in a storage space. And yeah, anyway. Uh, but so I needed to get new keys made for uh, my new apartment and uh, I finally made it to Ace Hardware, got copies of my keys made, so mission accomplished. I did it as the drag queen known as Accompalisha Keys, because no one, no one, no one loses their keys as much as I do. And when I missed, I, I lost the key on that song. Did you notice that? <laughs> I missed it. I lose the keys everywhere, even if I'm trying to sing. But uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, I had to go to the bank. That was on my to-do list. So I was like, I'm going to bust into this bank. I'm going to show them what's up. People have been stealing money from me, and I need to get my account cleared up. So I walked in as the drag queen known as Keisha Checks, cashing checks at the bank. And I, s I walked in. <laughs> I'm so drunk, you guys, right now. I'm sorry. This is really bad. Like, let me flip through my notes for a minute. It's terrible. Ah. Um, one minute. Thank you, Pancake. All right. I did it as cash to checks, and I said, tell her, stop, make it pop. Won't you blow my bank account up tonight? I'm a fight till you get my balance right. Tick tock on the clock. China going to sell it to Microsoft. Hey, oh, 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 oh. Did you hear about this? TikTok's got to sell. I mean, because Trump's not dealing with China anymore, and that's his choice. Anyway, he's gone in a couple months. My final drag queen for the night, uh, you know, I don't like talking to people in positions of authority. I don't know about you. I stay away from the police, stay away from people in th authority positions. But, you know, I finally had to call the uh, manager of my new apartment about the leak. Um, I did it as the drag queen, Karen Snowden, okay, because 
sometimes you got to talk to the higher ups when there's a leak in your apartment. Call the manager. All right, thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. Please, please do donate your dollars, cents, pennies, Venmo it over uh, to Pam. All right, thank you all. A round of applause for Will Brown. I'm I'm safe. You can all see that, that I'm safe and 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 I'm a host. I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a tie. Whoever is writing kindness is sexy in the bathrooms has it met me? The longer my hair gets, the more it seems like I want to hurt people. But that's not my scene. I'm trying to be an actor. I'm trying to be affable. I'm actually growing out my hair to donate. I'm a protagonist in somebody's story. But then they say, hey, they're, they're only going to take, you know, your hair and cut it in half. And, and, and you know... So if I grow out eight inches, they're, they're, I'm only giving them four or five, which should be enough. Next, we have a very special person. She doesn't get a day off, ever. Owning a small business is hard to do. It's hard, guys. So donate what you can or share the link for the GoFundMe. Last time I saw it, it was at like 5,000 something, so. It's at 8,000 8, right now? Jesus. Whoa. Things are really picking up. But we still need help. So, donate or share. Uh, there, there's two options. Or peel out and share. Uh, Pam Benjamin is next. A round of applause. I'm cheating tonight because I have new jokes. I'm such a, I should not be such a cheater. I actually have a lot of integrity. I'm sorry. Hi, everybody. Yay. You're all not six feet distanced. I'm so worried. My integrity is like, what does anything mean? What is real right now? Here we all are. This seems like a comedy show. Cool. But you're wearing masks and that's normal now. I'm, wow. I've realized lately that people will not give me crap for not wearing a mask if I'm eating or smoking. So, uh, so now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, which is so much healthier. That's like, wow, thanks, San Francisco. I got this one. I also smoke. I love smoking. I smoke everything. I smoke cigarettes. I smoke all the pots. Yay, all the pots. And I used to worry about where I blew my smoke. But now your kid is wearing a mask. So I care a little bit less. I don't know. I used to be a nanny. Like, I've smoked pot forever. And I used to be a nanny. But one time this five-year-old came over and he sat on my couch. And he got a contact high. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever been around a philosophical five-year-old. <laughs> like, is it the... Is it the red crayon or the blue crayon? Like, 
which crayon do you? You can't actually construct anything out of construction paper. <laughs> do I even like the taste of Play-Doh? <laughs> uh! And I walk a lot and I smoke a lot of pot. I've been walking like five miles a day because I don't trust the bus. Oh my God, COVID time, scary. But you know what's scarier? My own head. Dear Lord, I'm thinking thoughts. I'm walking around and I'm thinking thoughts. And I tried to tell the thoughts into my computer phone that I just got. And I was like, voice to text, say these crazy things. And it wouldn't do it. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like if technology is censoring my thoughts, like we might need to look at this. And then I thought about like maybe some thoughts are just meant to be thought and they're not meant to be written down. And then I thought about Socrates, right? Like this guy only thought. He never wrote anything down. But the thing was, the thing I was thinking was so disgusting that I can't talk about it at this clean open mic. I can't even bring it up. It is so abhorrent and insane that there's no way. But I couldn't write it down because the technology wouldn't let me. And I couldn't actually write it down because it'd be squiggly and weird. And I couldn't write it down because, so I have to think it over and over and over to remember it. So now I'm walking down the street grinning like a maniacal sociopath. Like Socrates, right? Just like Socrates, because he wouldn't write anything down because he must have been thinking the wildest thoughts, right? I've been to Greece. I've seen their potteries. I've read their poems. I know what they said and what they did. What was this dude doing that he was afraid to write down? Right? It's all about thought. It To know nothing. Please, know nothing, it's to know nothing. He said something about, uh, to know is to know nothing. Yeah, we don't know. want to know what you know, bro. Like, what the fuck are you, oops, I swore. What are you thinking of, bro? Ah! I'm just, did I just compare myself to Socrates? Kind of, I'm sorry. But I came off a Play-Doh joke, so what? <laughs> Anyone who was paying attention, like, oh. Uh. Brought it back from the future to the past. I've been writing this week. Oh, only because I'm alone and it's crazy and you're in your house and in your head and my cats are talking back. Whose cats are talking back? Yeah, right? Like before I was like, of course I'm talking to my cats. That's just fine. But now they're like answering me. And they have a lot of really important things to say. Like they're, they might be Socrates and maybe I'm supposed, I should get a new cat. Does anybody have more than three cats? You, how many cats do you have? Oh my, you have reptiles too. Whoa, and your cats don't attack your reptiles? I had a cat once named Sketch, and we had a, a lizard friend named Mr. Limbinky, and she got into his cage, and there was a cage fight literally in the cage, and she bit off his tail, and then he died. We were all very, very sad. The cat won, but I bow to my alien overlords, the cats. Anyone else like the, anybody love cats? Gonna bow to the cats? Yeah! I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way you think. Like, I want to take my cat, and I want to shave him. And then I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And then I want to make him wear it. I'm a crazy cat lady! Wow!
Oh, so I love crochet. Like, come on. Anyone love alone? Anybody? Anybody care? No, you don't care at all. I'm sorry. I've just been masturbating. It's like, I have a lacrimation fetish about men with beards. And so there's this show called Alone where they're in the wilderness forever and they cry and cry and cry onto a camera to themselves. And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just, that's the thing is I have a lacrimation fetish, but it's only for men. I don't like to watch women crying, which is why I don't like porn. You know? Because, <laughs> sorry. Oh, is that it? It's like the edge of clean is so tenuous here at Mutiny Radio. I'm like, ugh. Like the thoughts I was having that made me write the joke that I'm not allowed to say, because it's a clean mic. I actually could never tell anybody any, I shouldn't have written them down. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna close out with a, do I have a new joke that I can share? Oh, this is the thing. I've been, I've been so alone that I've been reading all these self-help books. Anybody into self-help books? I'm going to try to feel something. Yay. So that this one said, do something every day that scares you. And I was like, all right. So I put on my reading glasses and I looked at myself in the mirror. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That's really... I've been beer goggling myself for years, and I, I kind of liked it. Like, let's not ever put the magnifying glasses on ever again. I Did I swear? Oh, my God, did I swear? I didn't even know I swore. I'm so sorry. Uh, it, it's just so second nature. I, oh. My self-deprecation is so second nature that I would definitely swear at my own show to mess up my own opportunities. Yay! <laughs> I could have said the F word, but I didn't. See how I, like, turn it around? I used to teach special ed kids. Like, I should be able to not F swear as much as I want. You know how many times? Cool. I, but no, I love teaching junior high special ed kids because they paid me money. Unlike working at Mutiny Radio. Yay! Um, so yay! That's the end of my set. But please put money in there or uh, Mutiny Radio, all one word on the Venmo. There's So someone made a Mutiny Radio FM, but it's not me. And they did it because they hate me. And it's like, you have haters? Like, what am I? And then I'm like, okay, if you have haters, that means that you're awesome right because you have to think that way so <laughs> but it's only mutiny radio or we have a gofundme please 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 give us money so we can stay open after october and i hope i've been funny and pancake's a great host and we have more comedians and thanks for being here and being socially distanced yay bye yay Uh, one more little outburst of applause for Pam. Did I say little? Well, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Uh, let's, uh, keep it moving. You are giving up your time. He, okay. Right now, we have a very funny guy. He's got a shirt. It's very relatable to him and himself. And everyone around, because he ain't got nobody to listen. Except you guys, tonight, we got Thomas, can't pronounce his last name. Round of applause. Louder, louder, louder.
Grazie, grazie. It's a Graziano. It's a last man in the Graziano. Don't worry, I'm not also Italian. I'm not going to do Italian jokes. Uh, do you guys do you think, um, do you guys listen to the Smiths? Do you guys like the Smiths? When you're sad, you listen to the Smiths? Do you think Morrissey sings Happy Birthday like the normal way, or do you think he sings it like, Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. It's another year, another year, closer to the endless oblivion. Oh, it's just an endless suffering. Oh, but enough about me, it's about you. Happy birthday. Do you think that's how he does I don't know. I'm just always wondering. Um... I was watching uh, the NBA playoffs, and I feel like it could have been improved with uh, better commentary. I don't think that the people that they picked were top tier. My ideal duo in the booth would be probably, whew, it's so hard, Vin Scully, definitely, and then maybe Alanis Morissette, I think, would be a great basketball commentator. You know, it could be like, another three from LeBron James! Alanis, how do you think he's so dominant in his 17th year in the league? Well, he's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He's wise, but impulsive, baby. And what it all comes down to is that everyone thinks that he's past his prime. But he's not, <laughs> right? I mean, look at this shirt. This is a LeBron meme shirt. It says Bordeaux drinkers because he's a uh, he's a wine snob. I don't know if anyone knows that. LeBron drinks great wine because um, he can because he's a bazillionaire. Uh, it's harder to drink wine when you're broke. Um, I'd love a running tally on how the amount of money I've spent on wine. I think it's probably in the house buying category, but you know, whatever. Uh, I am still working though, luckily. I still get to work. I get to go into work every day and, uh, well, you know, a couple times a week. And, uh, th what, they th what they make you do is, uh, take your temperature every time you go in. And that's probably the best part of my week, right? Because I just get to stand there and just for one blissful moment, just really imagine pointing something at the temple of my skull and pulling the trigger, right? You know, it's just like, uh, uh. I think of that because, uh, you know, the people I deal with